Hi there, I'm Randy Heckman. Welcome to the Grand Awakening Podcast. Folks, our desire is that we can incline the heart of our Sovereign Lord to pour out His Spirit in power, reviving His Church here in West Michigan, but also in our state and our nation, and then leading to a great spiritual awakening all for His glory. But for that to happen, it's just critical that first we listen to what God is saying to us and that we quickly and cheerfully respond to his instructions in humble obedience. Well, I am grateful to be able to introduce a man who I highly respect, appreciate. You're going to hear some some interesting things that he has done and is doing. He's a man with a a, a big heart, and uh, his name is Julian uh, Guzman, and I think I said it almost correctly, but welcome to uh, our podcast, Julian. Well, thank you, Randy. Uh, thank you for having me here today, and uh, it's, a, uh, it's a blessing to uh, share this time with you. Oh, thank you. Well, let me just tell you a little bit more about Julian, and uh, he is an ordained minister of the Church of God in Anderson, Indiana. He's the director of the Urban Church Leadership Center. We're going to be talking more about that here in the Grand Rapids area. He's the founding pastor and I'll probably pronounce this wrong, Iglesia Vida Plena. I'm close, but that's the best I can do, which is the local Hispanic congregation in Wyoming, Michigan, a suburb of Grand Rapids. And throughout his years in ministry, Usman has held numerous leadership positions in this church, including an elected bishop for the Council of Missionary Churches of Christ, Incorporated, overseeing Hispanic congregations in four states. He also has professional experience in insurance and construction businesses. He received both his Master of Arts in Ministry Leadership and Master of Arts in Interdisciplinary Studies from the Grand Rapids Theological Seminary, which is part of Cornerstone University here in town. He holds a Doctor of Ministry in Urban Hispanic Ministry from Western Theological Seminary that's located in the Holland area connected to Hope College. And in his role as the director of the center, he provides training, support, and ministry resources to urban church leaders. We're going to unpack that a little bit more in a minute. Brings to the center a passion for collaboration, education, organization, and planning, as well as a deep understanding of the joys and challenges of urban ministry. And we want to talk about that. Guzman and his wife, Marina, live in Wyoming, Michigan. They have three adult children and have five wonderful grandchildren. That's when it gets fun, doesn't it, with those grandkids? Absolutely, absolutely, Randy. Are they in town as well, the grandchildren? Two of them. Okay, all right. All right, well, we we have a few ourselves, and I know how precious that is. But anyhow, thanks for being here. And I wonder... Since uh, you're now director of the Urban Church Leadership Center, tell us a little bit more about that. I know it's based in the uh, second floor of the uh, Grand Rapids Theological Seminary building, but uh, tell us a little bit about what its purpose is. What what does it do? Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, Randy. Yeah, um, the uh, the center is. Um, a partnership. This initiative is a, it's a partnership between Cornerstone University and the uh, Doug and Maria Foundation okay. and uh, was launched back in 2017, uh, five years now. 
cannot believe where time went. Um, yeah. And, um, but it has been in the works for longer than that um, through other initiatives. And uh, it was obvious um, there was a, a need. Mm. Um, and that's how, uh, based on what we heard from the community, um, you know, that really shaped what is the center today, which is, uh, if I if I want, yeah, if I summarize it, it would be a personal, uh, professional development for pastors and church leaders. Mm. Uh, and it is, um, it is a, a unique a mission, as I have learned myself, because there's other like, congregational centers uh, in the nation, but um, what we provide and the way we do uh, here uh, is very unique in a lot of different ways, and we probably unpack that a little bit more. But um, but that's we we are here basically to um, serve our pastors and leaders, especially in those areas. Uh, like you mentioned, the, the training, the support. So we just don't have uh, a time to uh, grow and 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 um, uh, you know and learn from each other. Sure, but sure. provide that opportunity and platform mm-hmm. uh, for the pastors across denominations okay. uh, and across race and ethnicities. Okay. Uh, we, um, we serve, uh, and that's our mission, to serve uh, our pastors and leaders, in, in especially uh, as we look into the, uh, the, the big vision for us, you know, we think that and believe that um, to have thriving communities, it is having strong families, and that is done through uh, healthy churches. Yeah, that's and for sure. So our yes. our uh, mm-hmm. vision and, and our mission is to uh, help foster, you know, and promote this, yes. Uh, this yes. concept. Yes. So if we if we help pastors and church leaders in the areas that they need. Mm-hmm. Uh, so most of the stuff that we do is is competency based. You know, we are not prescribing. This is what you guys need. Now they're telling us what they are needing, and then we find those resources or uh, direct them to the right resources so they can mm-hmm. uh, thrive. You know, because if they do, then we that ultimate goal of having mm-hmm. the beautiful community, the thriving community. Yep. Uh, okay. So, all right. Well. I mean, from what you just said, the, the, the implication could be that, you know, they tell you, you know, we need money, we need money, we need money, uh, which, again, is, can be provided, and that is, is very important. But do you provide um, more, than, more than that? I mean, more than just financial resources? What, what other sorts of resources do, do inner city church leaders need um, based on, on what you're observing? Yes, Randy. Uh, we we actually the center started off with being just a training learning uh, center. Okay. Uh, no no financial assistance or anything like that. However, today we have uh, actually just this year we have uh, officially uh, uh, have a second leg. Let's put it that way. As we brought an initiative that has been around for about 10 years mm-hmm. and has been brought under the umbrella of the center. So now the center has two legs, which is the uh, leadership development uh, is focused on the leaders and, the, and, and, you know, the pastors and the leaders. 
And, but we also have the other leg, which is the um, um, family uh, initiative. Mm -hmm. and, and those are two distinct uh, areas. Okay. Um, and so the family mm -hmm. has always been designed, by design, has a grant component on it. So that's where the financial assistance comes for churches uh, that are participating uh, uh, with that family initiative okay. or family leadership initiative. And uh, now the, uh, for the other uh, leg, mm -hmm. uh, if I can use that term, yes. uh, the leadership development, it is, uh, there's no financial involved meaning assistance involved sure. in that okay and, um, so we to answer uh, your question and um, mm -hmm. what we we are so we have to make a distinction of those two legs because again we just uh, this this training uh, model that we have here um that's what we offer. The center, if there's one thing that uh, we uh, strive and to do with excellence uh, for his glory, it's, um, it's uh, work on those areas, put together content, uh, uh, bring, uh, we, we do have a very complex um, or sophisticated process okay. to put the content together. Um, we offer both in English and Spanish uh, all the trainings that we have. Okay. But beyond the training, we have those in like, as we know, you know, time is a challenge for pastors and, and, and church leaders. So we do have this in uh, offerings in four sessions two hours each okay uh, now we're doing just a month this if you can picture just classes in, in a month uh, a yeah. period of time because yeah. that's a longer than that it would is is a hard commit it's really a hard commitment for any pastor sure. so we try to get it in chunks in those areas that they uh, need to build on uh, for their church mm -hmm. um, and um and so forth but that's what we do and now the financial piece again it's uh it's on the only uh to the the ones participating in the family uh, leadership initiative okay. which is more focused now on helping churches to uh, build uh you know on their family ministry that's really and, um, that's and we want to we provide curriculum mm -hmm. and that's what i meant by okay putting in energy and, and, and into having a good, we do have, mm -hmm. uh, uh, and anybody have access to it that we don't charge a thin, a penny to anybody. And this is God's provision completely. And uh, thanks God for the family, uh, Doug and Maria, who they, uh, they fund this 100%. Wow. That, that's and awesome. they are committed to do that. And yeah. they've been committed for, you know, for decades yeah. uh, to the community. I mean, isn't that so important? I mean, family, you know, it, really a culture is built on the strength of the family and fathers are so important to that. And, and as you know, you know, working where you do um, that, I mean, in, in America today, you know, 40%, actually more than 40% of the babies born in America today are born to unmarried women 
And uh, in some parts of our community, the inner parts of communities, often it's more like 80% or 90%. So you have absent fathers. And as you probably know, um, Julian, that, uh, that there's a high correlation between absent fathers or children raised without a father and those children not turning out well. Uh, getting involved in crime and uh, poverty and lack of educational attainment and so many other issues. I mean, I'm a former juvenile court judge, as you probably know, and so many of the children that came before me breaking the law, no father was involved at all. I mean, so there is truly a relationship. So do you work on trying to get men to be the fathers that they, they should be for their families, for their children? Absolutely, absolutely. Those 43 um, uh, units or lessons or uh -huh. this is the curriculum that we have put together for the families. Yes. And, and this uh, it starts with God's design. The family has God's design. And God's design. It's interesting. Yes. This is interesting because what we do is not just a, a, a program that churches can implement um, we're, you know, talking to the families of the church, not just that, but the idea mm -hmm. is precisely that, to model the church. So each participating church in that program, in that uh, piece, um, you know, we require that uh, ideally, <laughs> that yeah. let's put it that way, ideally, uh -huh. yeah. um, is to, to have, um, let's say, you know, many of those families are uh, from the church, right? right? But the idea is to reach out to some of these broken families, uh, to some of the families that maybe they don't even serve God or they don't even know anything about church or anything like that, uh, neighbors and, and mm -hmm. those families that are uh, around the, 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 the community or the church. The, yes. and, and they can, the idea is that the Christian families mm. can um, be, uh, you know, strengthened, but also model to those, yes. uh, what is it like to serve God as a family? What is really, what is this design about? And we go really deep into that. It, it goes into finances. It goes into all the different areas of life through those 43 uh, lessons. But um, so anyways, yes, it is the, the manhood, the father. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a, a couple of uh, uh, trainings, uh, a few, uh, uh, around that uh, to address that very issue that you're referring to, uh, Randy, yes. which is 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 critical. Yes. It's critical and so foundational. Yes. So this program that does that. So let's get back to, let's rescue those values, the kingdom values. What is God's heart for the family? Yes. What is God's heart for, for this younger generation? Yes. Even if they are coming from a broken family, Okay, let me tell you, this is not God's design. And that's where we are sharing with the community. And it has been tremendous impact on those churches participating. We have more and more um, churches uh, being part of that uh, program. That's so good. So, I mean, you've been at it for a number of years now since you said 2017, five years. 
what is your sense of, of hope as far as where it's going? Is, is the inner city, is the, are the, is the, the cities you know, de- decaying? Or are you seeing, uh, do you have a sense of hope that, that you, you see God at work? As you know, our ministry has been praying for revival and, and awakening and for God to move in power because, you know, our, our nation are, you know, is just in such decline at this point. And the church, we haven't been real salty, haven't shown a lot of light uh, to our world. We, we go to our big churches and have our wonderful time on Sunday and we go home and do our thing. But, you know, it's ministries like yours that are reaching you know, to others, and we need more of that. But I guess my question is, where do you see things go? Where's the trend? Are, are you hopeful? Or are you rather pessimistic about where things are going? What's your thought? That's a very good question, Randy. Um, the, for sure, I'm going to be reflecting on even beyond this time with you. Sure. Uh, because because that's, a, that's one thing that has been in my mind and, and heart. And uh, I, I'm, this is what I have in my heart. Um, I'm hopeful. Okay. I'm really hopeful mm-hmm. uh, as I engage with pastors on a regular basis and leaders in different settings. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hunger for God is there. The need for God is there. And um, uh, yes, we would like to see more. But I am hopeful because there's a people uh, of God really uh, with the right heart. Mm-hmm. You know, I know the influence of this century or this time is really powerful over our younger generations. And, yes. and, and you know, but I was, I, I'm going to mention just to, to, uh, uh, showcase what I mean. Uh, we just held a um, training, a workshop, actually a conference, okay. conference slash workshop on generational leadership. Actually, precisely where are we heading and what's really because we 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 all aware of this, this the the reality out there. But when I say hopeful, is because um, to see these many pastors coming together hungry, really hungry to learn more about ways to be salty, to use your term, mm. to be the light. And yeah. Uh, yeah. so uh, the, the voice of the world is, is pretty loud. Yeah. Uh, well, there's this work uh, that is being, uh, God is moving. Yes. Uh, we just have to keep our eyes open. Open yep. and our ears open. God is moving regardless. Yep. And uh, in his sovereignty, sometimes we, mm. you know, we get caught up on the noise of the yes. world. And yes. yes. So, but we, there's a, there's a, a people, mm. Uh, mm. there's so many pastors and church leaders uh, deeply and honestly and sincerely and mm. really into what, uh, into becoming Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and overcoming the challenges of the time. So when I said this in particular, this um, leadership, um, mm-hmm. generational leadership uh, training or conference or workshop, uh-huh. uh, it was crazy. Uh, the uh, To the point that we are actually preparing for now in September, a follow-up uh, fireside chat. 
that where many pastors that we need to continue talking about this. We really want. So that's where I see the passion in pastors. Yeah. Uh, I don't see. Uh, I am. I am really hopeful and very um, uh, enthusiastic about. Uh, you know, the work of the church in our city. Yeah. Uh, I happened to be in a few meetings and one of, one of the meetings recently uh, gave me again this, it was, it was a big, a big demonstration of what God's doing here. Uh, and uh, because to see over 600 people coming together uh, with the same heart, mm. uh, so united, uh, mm. that is that is awesome. That is awesome. Uh, yes. And, and it is happening. And these conversations, Randy, there's many conversations going on uh, in our city um, about about the same very the very same mm. thing we are talking about mm-hmm. how do we go how do we go about these issues in our communities but how do we go about the you know joining god in what he's doing because that's the thing god is really working Randy. yeah that's good those prayers they've been many are answered but god is still answering uh, prayers and there's a lot of things uh, going on uh, and i don't know this is not the time for that but no, but, but yes I, uh, your question is if I'm hopeful, and yes, I am very hopeful. Um, all my trust is in, in him, Amen. and I see the demonstration yeah. in a lot of different ways. Yeah, that's uh, good. Women moving, men's are moving. This, I tell you, uh, I'm excited for good. what I see happening. That's good. Well, let me just uh, kind of, last thing I'd like to talk about, and you, you, you touched it briefly. You said answering prayers, and that is prayer. I've been involved in this uh, pastor's prayer gathering uh, in the Kentwood area, uh, suburb of Grand Rapids, uh, for six plus years. It's a diverse group, but man, we love each other because we've been praying together. We've actually taken some retreats together. And uh, it, it's it's really, but, but I'm quoting a guy named A.T. Pearson, who was a theologian many, many years ago. He says, there's never been a spiritual awakening in every, in any locality or nation that did not begin in united prayer. And I'm just wondering if, 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 if in part of your mix, you've got opportunity for these groups to be praying together, to hear God, God's um, suggestions and ideas and, and leading as far as what strategies to take, what, you know, what to do to, to bring healing that he can bring. I mean, he's the one that we are hopeful in, obviously, but I'm just wondering, do you have anything as far as prayer on a regular basis? And if not, just put the bug in your, in your ear a little bit here to maybe that would be an area that, that might be of interest to have some of your leaders coming together on ideally even weekly, if possible, to just be praying for, the greater uh, central city area in Grand Rapids. Thank you, Randy. You touched uh, on something uh, so so vital. Uh, and, and yes, uh, obviously we can grow and and uh, to a, a, a better place in terms of participation. Yeah. But we do have a group of uh, started actually with the pandemic, and uh, we've, sure. we've always prayed, you know, here and there. 
but a, on a regular basis. So this group uh, led by one of our leaders on uh, Pastor Lorenzo. Oh, sure. I uh, know him. I know him. Yes. yes. Uh, on a weekly basis, uh, presenting, there's a group of pastors. Uh, you know the limitations sometimes with, yes. you know, the language. Yes. Uh, and sometimes, sometimes it's kind of hard to see yep. because uh, yep. the language barrier and they feel more freedom, obviously. But that is happening. Praise uh, God. We can do um, better yep. in terms of, you know, more participation. Yeah. But, uh, yes, it has been happening uh, consistently every week. Praise and, God. Uh, well, that so, that gives me even greater hope, you know, for God to continue to use you in a powerful way. Anything else you'd like to add before uh, you close us in prayer? Absolutely. Um, I just... Uh, we, as we were talking about the, uh, you know, what the center is about, why we're here. Yeah. This is, uh, I do highly believe, you know, the gospel is uh, is relational. Yes, uh, we we have developed a really intimate relationship with the community uh, or communities, and uh, uh, even though we are not in any ways exclusive in any ways, mm-hmm. but we have targeted those more. Um, less resourceful, you know, there's these issues with time and resources. So, uh, so we are targeting the, you know, those, those in the community with uh, uh, more challenges. So yes. talking about Hispanic uh, congregations, yes. African-American, African community, the Asian communities. So we are, we have here, you, you want to see a piece of heaven here. Just come to one of our events. You'll see like everybody oh, I love together, it. I hugging love each it. other, talking to each other, calling them compadres, you know. Oh, different. I love that it. Is, yes. And that's, uh, that. that's, but it's also a place where pastors come here to just relax, have a cup of coffee. Yes. Uh, you know, anyways, this is, um, uh, and also, I wanted to mention one last thing is that sure. he, he doesn't stay there. This is a relationship. We do provide uh, a coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, we walk with pastors. Wonderful. We are walking with pastors. Uh, actually, from the pandemic, we offered trainings in this uh, technology, like the different platforms, and to help those pastors to get up to speed and be able to streamline, yes. the, you know, uh, the, to stream the, uh, the, uh, the, you know, the services and so forth. But then we didn't leave them there. We continue. We are actually currently still providing. We, we walk with them in every, uh, whatever area they need. Uh, we are walking with them. And uh, until they can just, you know, they sure. feel they are on a yes. different place. So thank you, Randy, again, for having uh, me this time. It's, it's, it's quite, a, quite a blessing to be Well, it is. And I'm going to encourage our people to be continue to pray for you. But I love your heart. Uh, you have such a, a loving heart, and uh, I know God's going to continue to use you and your team and touch lives, and, and uh, you're, you're really laying up treasures uh, in, for eternity as you're blessing people in, in what you do. So proud of you, my brother. So why don't you close this in prayer? Sure. Praise God. Amen. Father God, we come before you in humility and gratitude. Mm. As your children, uh, it's, it's an honor, it's a privilege to, to call you Father. 
And uh, we depend on you. And I thank you for my brother, Randy, and for all those who somehow participate in this uh, journey in his ministry, which is really vital for the work, uh, for your work, for your kingdom work. I ask you, God, to continue strengthening uh, my friend and brother, Randy, and Marsha, and, and his team, and for what they're doing, and especially us, as they come together in prayer, um, and as we have seen your hands moving around in the city uh, powerfully uh, through and in, in, in the churches in our communities, we ask you to continue showing up. Uh, we have seen you uh, so active in, in so many different ways, uh, really countless ways to where we have seen you. And we, we, we ask you in humility to continue blessing our community and, and all of those communities that are in the world that claim and, um, your name and are proclaiming uh, and announcing your virtues. Uh, bless everyone uh, involved in the kingdom work mm. as we have this uh, opportunity uh, and, and blessing to be uh, salt and to be light. Help us to do uh, to do precisely that, to reflect the values of your kingdom in every way, mm. uh, in every way uh, that we can, in everything we say, in everything we do. Uh, help us because we need you. Yes. We, we cannot do anything uh, without you. And uh, we ask you to continue leading us mm -hmm. as we move forward uh, to a better future, to a beautiful community, a flourishing community. We need you every uh, step of the way. Mm -hmm. Thank you again for this unique opportunity with my brother, Randy. Mm -hmm. And um, I bless your name. We bless your name. We praise you for who you are. We acknowledge your sovereignty. We acknowledge your power. We acknowledge your love and mercy um, over us and our community. And um, we continue to ask you for guidance in everything we do. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Julian, so appreciate spending time with you. God richly bless you, my brother. Thank you, Randy. Thank you. It is my pleasure and blessing. My regards to, uh, to Marcia. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to grandawakening.org. That's grandawakening.org.